Welcome to Postcast. The Utah Jazz use a fourth quarter surge to blow past the Washington Wizards on a night where Colin Sexton returns. Walker Kessler's career high in minutes and Malik Beasley shows some versatility. It's all coming up on tonight's edition of Postcast. David Locke along with Ron Boone as the Utah Jazz beat the Washington Wizards 120-112 in a game that once the Jazz kind of took over in the fourth quarter was never in doubt tonight as the Jazz and the Wizards went to the fourth quarter at 93-90 as the score but the Jazz burst ahead outscoring the Wizards 27-22 led by as many as 16 in the fourth as they really put it on and Ron you opened up the fourth quarter and said Hey, let's see if we can separate from them. How did they separate in that fourth quarter? Well, they started to make some shots, and, and again, Beasley was unbelievable. I'm trying to see what, what he did in that fourth quarter, but he was unbelievable. Um, marketing was marketing for the most part, but you know, anytime you're making shots and 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 you know, you're giving yourself a chance to win. I say that, David, because you know. Hey, the Washington Wizards shot the basketball very well as as well. You know, for for the night, fifty six percent, and they but they don't make three point shots. They only took twenty one, only made seven. And on the other hand, the Jazz at thirty five and 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 sixteen. Um, one thing, though, and, and probably need you to check here: is this a low for the Jazz as far as assists is concerned? Because if that's the case, we had a lot of individual efforts mm, tonight. Interesting, only sixteen assists tonight. Eighteen. Yeah. So that's six, sixteen assists tonight. It's interesting that the things that jump out to me, Ron, are the things that, as I talked about in the broadcast, didn't happen tonight. So, yeah, they shoot 56%, but they only get three offensive rebounds the entire game. The Jazz this year are an average team at defending the shot. They're an average team at forcing turnovers. They're an average team at not fouling. They're one of the worst teams in the league at not defensive rebounding. So here tonight, they added defensive rebounding to the mix and if they can actually become an average defensive rebounding team, they'll become an average defensive team. The thing that is making them the 27th ranked defense in the NBA right now is the fact that they don't rebound. They're 18th against the shot, 17th turnover forcing, 17th in not fouling. If, if, if you could be 17th in defensive rebounding also, you're an average defense. That's, that, that's it. Like, you're average in all four four factors. You'll be an average defense. Tonight they were elite defensive rebounds. That, that's a big step for this team. So, so David, for our listeners to understand, if you're an average team, that makes you. I mean, if you're an average in all those categories, that makes you an average team. So the only thing that can happen, you're going, you have nights when you go up. Yeah, that, that's what win basketball games. Well, if, and if you can be the fourth ranked offensive team in the NBA in an average defense, you win a lot of games. Exactly. I think they're averaging the offensive rebounds somewhere around twelve or thirteen re- offensive rebounds a ball game. Largely because of the way Kessler has been able to, you know, well, and, and Vanderbilt for the most I mean, part. Interestingly, I mean, the key thing on this, if you want to get into it, we'll get back to the game quickly. The key thing is you've got to defend the shot, right? So the, yeah. But the Jazz are actually pretty good at that. They're 18th. The, on offense, key things you've got to make the shots, right? You're, they're the seventh best shooting team. Jazz are bad at turning it over. They're bad at going to the free throw line. But they're really, really good at offensive rebounding and really, really good at shooting, and that's made them the fourth-best offense in the NBA. So yeah. you can be a lead at some – if you're a lead at one of these two things, you can really cover up for some errors. If you're just average at everything, and you're a, then you're average. But that, if the Jazz could be average defensively, that would be a big deal. And this leads to the 32 minutes of Walker Kessler tonight. Did Walker Kessler's 32 minutes the reason why the Utah Jazz were able to defend tonight and why the Jazz were able to get defensive rebounds? And if that's the case – can they be an average defensive team if Walker Kessler plays? I, this I don't think there's any doubt. There's any doubt. And for, 
For the most part, that, that just has to get better. Uh, the only problem I have is, is when he's on the floor. Uh, like tonight, it was a drop big with him. Uh, the mid-range game was definitely there for the uh, for, for the Wizards, and you know that created a problem. Great field goal percentage and, and some great shooting by the Wizards early in the ball game. But sooner or later, you get work. They wear you down, you know. And, and Kessler was able to do that. Come up with awesome his rebounds. He had a pretty good night. The other one is that Bradley Beal did not go to the free throw one night. He had no. he had taken twenty eight free throws in the last two games. He only took four all night, and they were all in the fourth quarter. So. Um, in that sense, I really think that's also the drop big generally prevents you from going to the free throw line. Um, that's, you know, the Jazz were always elite with Rudy not fouling. Um, Walker Kessler allows you to do that. So two of the things the Jazz did best tonight, I think, stem back to the fact that Walker Kessler got an extended run at center tonight. Yeah, 32 minutes. And a good matchup, right? Yeah. No Kristaps Porzingis tonight allowed that to happen, and Daniel Gafford is not an elite center who tonight, for whatever reason, only played 19 minutes. He was kind of dominating the game. They took him out of and then Taj Gibson played 25 minutes. So kind of a weird use of minutes by Washington from the game I was watching. That's about as soft a center matchup as you can get. And so Will Hardy rolled him out there for 32. Yeah. Kind of a fun fun ball game. As you mentioned, so many lead changes in the game. What ended up with 23. And here I was thinking, oh, boy, that could got to be close to a record. And you said it's 40. 40 lead changes. 40 yeah. lead changes in the game. That had to be. And we didn't have many in the fourth quarter as the Jazz took over mm-hmm. and, and ended those lead changes. Uh, we had, uh, I think, 18 in the, or 16 in the first 18 minutes tonight. Uh, we had Malik Beasley on postgame. I thought it was really interesting. He took 17 shots tonight, only seven of them threes. And I asked him, he said, well, I was trying to play downhill. Teams are, I've been getting a lot of threes off. Teams are running me off the three-point line right now. And so I've tried to expand my game and play more going to the basket and get to the free throw line a little bit. Yeah. You don't want to be labeled, I, I think. You, you, it's okay to be label as he's a great three-point shooter, but don't be labeled as just a three-point shooter. And that was something that Markinen had to go through there as well and prove that he can get to the basket and put the ball on the floor. He could run the break, you know, that type of thing. Uh, and it's great to hear guys realize what teams are trying to do to them and try to take advantage of, of uh, what they're not doing. There was a definite uh burst of energy that flew into the game three minutes into the game tonight and his name is Colin Number two, right? Sexton. What did you see out of Colin Sexton tonight? I thought he was the difference in that first half or at least in that first quarter because the, the Wizards was on fire. I mean Kuzman was, was, was knocking him down. He ended up with, with 10 points in that first quarter and I thought when Colin Sexton came in it kind of neutralized uh, the effort that Kuzman was doing out there on the floor and, and and it was good for Colin because he got himself going. And he played off the ball a lot tonight with Alexander Walker handling, with Conley handling. Um, and he looked, if he can get the ball with an advantage, his burst to the basket is just awesome. We're paying a little bit of attention to that tonight, David. And that first step, he's awfully quick and he gets it. But he's finishing with big guys trying to block his shot. <clears throat> I know early in the year he was trying to... Um, do that and he was jumping off both feet getting himself caught uh some contact and then maybe getting the shot blocked tonight i saw him go off one leg and and sometimes that's much quicker uh because it keeps the deep defender from getting from catching up and you know and, and challenging his shot but that first step is awfully quick he did have a funny game tonight by the way in which his first three field goals none of them went in <laughs> right, that was they were all goaltending <laughs> um along the way 
Uh, one plus minus number that's worth mentioning. It just got mentioned in the chat as well. Nikhil Alexander-Walker tonight, I thought was, if I saw it right, was plus 24 in tonight's game in 21 minutes. I'm not the hugest believer in um, individual game plus minus, but if it's that big, let's at least signal it out. There was something he was doing right. He had four rebounds. He went three of six tonight. He went two of two from three again. Last five games, he's shooting 50. 55% from the field and 41% from three, and he continues to have he continue to have a good night there. Yeah, four assists, but defense is always pretty good because he is long, does move his feet very well, and and uh, and I think because of the way the game was played, hey, Will played nine guys. He did nine uh, guys, not counting garbage time. You know, yeah, but, nine man but, rotation. Yeah. That's isn't that kind of what we've done all year long. No, I, I thought, well, you, you can't say that because Tucker would get in for a long period of time, you know, sometimes. So that that's 10 guys. And so I guess if Kelly's back, we're probably going to have to play 10 if we're still, if Rudy yes, Gay stays in the right, rotation. Right, exactly. So if Rudy Gay stays in the rotation, then you're going to have to figure out a way to play 10 once Kelly comes back. Um, Jazz, uh, as Ron pointed out, only had 16 assists tonight, so it'll be interesting to see to look back. And it didn't feel like we had a lot of one-on-one non-ball movement action, but Maybe a little bit more than uh, Ron and I noticed as, as I was calling the game tonight. All right. Uh, home court. Jazz have won six of eight now at home. Lowry Markin, and I don't want to oh, – he was seven of 14. He had 21 points. He's four of nine from three tonight. He actually missed his last four three-point attempts um, tonight. So he's an off night shooting from three because he only shot 44%. He's been shooting like 56% from three um, oh, since the middle – since the end of November. It's kind of crazy. Uh, where are your two stars going tonight, Mr. Boone? It has to be Sexton, obviously. That burst that he get, that energy level that he gave the Jazz in that first uh, in that first half, kept him in the ball game, kept him close to the point where they ended up winning it. And then Beasley off the bench. The bench points have not been there without Colin Sexton. So I'm going with Beasley and Colin Sexton, and you can have whoever you're frowning up about. Who do you think? Walker Kessler and Colin Sexton would have been my call. Well, good for you. I'm going with <laughs> That's Beasley. The holiday spirit right <laughs> I'm there. going with Beasley and, and Sexton. All right. You guys can vote. Blake says that he, Ron, and he, you are on the same page, but RR says he's with me. Um, and Forrest G says he doesn't believe in Kessler tonight. Doesn't it, believe in Kessler. Yeah, he says, he, Locke, I disagree with you. Not Kessler tonight. Really? Hmm. Not Kessler tonight. He had a great night. Five let's for go, seven and 32 wins, 14 Kessler. rebounds, five of them coming on the when, offensive When it glass. comes out, let's go look at Kessler's defensive rating tonight when this night is over. And I'm going to feel really good about this choice. I right, and then you can go back and look at Beasley's offensive rating there as well, and I'm going to feel <laughs> awfully good about it. <laughs> Happy holidays, everyone. Have a good one. Merry Christmas.